Hello and welcome to A Reason for Hope Candid. This is a new offshoot of our A Reason for Hope podcast, where we bring everyday people into our conversations on faith, hope, and love. We're very excited to bring this to you every other week in between our main releases, spearheaded by our executive director, Mario Costabile, and our director of theology, Dr. David Hyduck. A Reason for Hope Candid will feature conversations with people on our team here at Array of Hope, in addition to friends, colleagues, and professionals within the Catholic social sphere, where we get real about living out the Catholic faith and ask the tough questions. It will also feature short reflection series during specific liturgical seasons, such as Lent and Advent. So enjoy this first candid episode and be sure to share it with your family and friends. It's Mariama here, and we have something special for you all on the podcast today. I am here with some of the men from the Array of Hope team who all happen to be engaged. This is an exciting time in each of their lives, and the ladies in the office wanted to ask them some questions to get an inside look on the engagement process and how they've been preparing for marriage. You ready? <laughs> so ready. <laughs> I, I, actually, are we? I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I'm ready when you guys are. Yeah, uh, there you go. That's good. Yeah, same, same. Awesome. Well, I guess first things first, we should meet the men of Array of Hope that are getting engaged. So do each one of you want to say your names and what you do at Array of Hope? <laughs> no, just, no, just kidding. All right. Well, I'm AB, and I am the uh, video production manager. I just produce and edit the videos around the array of hope. Uh, are we doing last names too? We're just doing first names. Oh, and <laughs> social security. Names. And social security. Okay. Credit cards and uh, uh, social security number is three. <laughs> uh, my name is Ryan. I am um, director of content and production. I'm, I'm kind of involved with handling our uh, original content that we have going on our channel, our app. And I'm Jack. I am uh, the director of music and audio production. It's been a tremendous blessing to be a part of a ray of hope. It's just amazing seeing the team growing, you know? And uh, it's amazing being engaged all at the same time, man. It's crazy. Oh, it's so crazy. <clears throat> I mean, we have a name for that room too, right? Since we all work in the same room. <laughs> That's true. Well, Dominic had the name. It wasn't yeah. our name. <laughs> yes, uh, we we can affectionately call the room. All three of these men work together in the same room that is now going to be called the groom room. The groom, the room the of groom. grooms. Yeah. Room of grooms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or as Dominic says, the room of doom. The room, room of groom of doom. doom. Might yeah. be more accurate. <laughs> It'll be the room of doom after this podcast airs. <laughs> yeah. When we have the reaction video. <laughs> when our fiancés hear this, it'll be the room of doom. For yeah. sure. For sure. But speaking of your fiancés, let's get to it. I want to know how you and your fiancés met. Ryan. Okay, sure. Thanks for choosing me. Uh, happy to be chosen. Um, I met uh, my fiancé, Corinne, in college. Um we uh, we met our senior year of college. Um, we kind of had the same group of friends, and uh, but never really kind of linked up or kind of our paths never really crossed. Um, we were at similar parties and stuff like that, but uh, 
never, uh, yeah, just didn't meet until senior year. Yeah. And then we, we started dating um, about, a, I guess, a year after we graduated. Awesome. Yes. Nice. Very sweet. Shout out to Corinne. Okay, yeah. Jack. So my fiance's name is Sarah. And uh, we met a long time ago. We, we grew up uh, in school together. She was a grade below me. Needless to say, I, I asked her out in eighth grade. And, well, she said no. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> and uh, it was all good. It was all good. It was actually because her parents didn't want her to date anybody at the time. And I only found that out now. Oh, man. So you were just living with that heart heartache for years. All she had to do was explain it. She's like, let me just let this guy suffer for, I don't know, 12 years. Oh. No, but I'll tell you, man, in all honest truth, that, you know, I'm very thankful. You know, her parents were, were shook like that because I wasn't attached to the faith back then. It's good the way it happened right at the beginning of COVID. Oh. Um, our pastor uh, had us come and lecture on the live stream mass, we were only like five people in the church. We were, it was kind of like underground, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We hit it off because we had lost contact with each other for high school and in college, but it was beautiful to meet back up again in the church. It, it was just divine providence. Shout out to Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. AB, you're up. All right. Uh, my fiance's name is April. That's A-P-R-Y-L-L, not, oh. not the month. Wow, a double L. Yeah, I like that. yeah. It's like a pre. Very unique. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's how it is. April's like the wedding invite for Ryan is rescinded. This <laughs> <laughs> time. Yeah, we uh, we met about like ten years ago, and um, you know we didn't we we didn't make it official until like maybe like four months after we met. You know, we wanted to take things slow. But uh, we met through, like, uh, pretty much like you, uh, Ryan, uh, you know, through uh, mutual friends, family friends, and all mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, but the funny thing is, is that uh, my brother was actually, uh, you know, uh, her sister was trying to get her to go with my brother. But they never actually linked up. That was like a few months before we actually met. And uh, I didn't put the pieces together. But I was like, wait a minute. You're the sister that was supposed to go with my brother. Well, you know, I, I'm the better man, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, we met at a uh, at her birthday party, 21st birthday. And, uh, you know, we just hit it off. We just kept talking and talking, exchanged numbers. And, uh, you know, we just hit it off from there. It's history. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, for sharing your, I guess, your where you met your fiancés. Um, next question, <laughs> along with that, you know, I want to know how long you dated and then the moment you knew that she was the one that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with. So, mm -hmm. A.B. That's that's a very difficult question you got there, Mariama. Um, I mean, you can't just think about just one day, you just think about it and say, hey, oh, yeah, she's like, the one. Mm -hmm. I think it's like a culmination of like experiences and the feelings that you have together every single day that you spend with each other. And so, uh, but I think once you realize that uh, all the sacrifices you guys made for each other, especially the sacrifices she made for you, I think that's when you kind of just realize, all right, well, she is the one. And I think it was like uh, maybe five years ago that I actually realized that. And obviously, I just proposed to her uh, this past September, 
But yeah, five years ago, I was like, yeah, she's the one, you know, because she makes me better, tries to make me feel like I should be like the best version of myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Superman. Superman and Clark Kent can't be um, Superman Clark Kent without Lois Lane. Mm -hmm. Because Lois Lane, you know, she's the one that grounds him when he needs to stay grounded, you know, just rest. But then she's the one who also lets him, you know, soar up in the sky when he needs to fly and save people. Mm. And that's what I feel like. And you got to date a lot of kryptonite to get to that lowest lane. <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> or Lex Luthor. I don't know. who. who no, that's true. Dating. That's true. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I had my fair share of kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> well, I... I... I really, uh, your your response really resonates with me because it, it's an ongoing discernment. But the moment I knew, at least the one that comes to mind, because there were multiple, but the, the moment I knew was when, I think it was like on our third or fourth date, I told her about my, my past and my dating past. I was very open with her. And I told her, you know, I want this to be intentional. We were obviously dating and, and I said, I want to be intentional about this. I want to court you. And that intentionality has marriage in mind. So I was trying to scare her. You know, I was trying to, I was trying, you know, I was, I was feeling it out. And, and she was totally about it. She was like, yeah, heck yeah, let's do it. And that's when I was like, yeah, this, this girl's the one. Yeah. Signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that kind of puts you at ease from the start to kind of have that just be completely out, out in the open of of what your intentions are. And then it's kind of just, it, not easy, yeah. but at least that's like a, a major thing to kind of get over. You're building towards something and you're like, wait, I, I, am I on the same page with this person? Yeah. Yeah. Getting on, Communication, man. Mm-hmm. It's all about communication. And maybe that, that might not be the right uh, approach for everybody. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, from a Catholic dating perspective, but for us, it, it worked out and the key is communication. I think that's a, you know, the more mature approach. <clears throat> I mean, we, you know, you don't want to play games here and there with each other's feelings. Right. And, you know, you're direct. All right, well, I want to, you know, someday this is my plan. It's, you know, I want to get married. That's that's why I see interest in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's, that's like an interesting shift as you get older um, because I think, you know, when you're – in high school or in college, there isn't that intention of, it, of mm. you know what it's going for. It's it's pretty much strictly what I can make you feel and what you can make me feel. That's kind of what people seem to use it as, yeah, um, and create some sort of consistency therein of that. And it, it is it's a I don't know if I guess it depends on the person. It can be difficult to then turn that off mm-hmm. and look at dating with intention and and, and what yeah. really it, it's it's made for and, and driving you towards. Um, and I think that can be a difficult thing for people um, when they start dating. It's it's like kind of shedding skin of, of you know, or maybe you're, I don't know, you don't know how to do that. With but, what uh, the world's, you know, uh, idea of dating right, is. Right, right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it be, it's almost like weirdly like a rat race of, mm-hmm. of, of taking other people's opinions and thinking mm-hmm. that that's uh, specific to you and your story. Yeah. Um, not like, you know, that's your truth. I don't mean that. I just mean like, you know, everybody's experiences are different. But right, I think a lot right. of people do get caught up in, oh, it has to be that romantic story. It has to be the storybook thing. And if it's not, yeah. then it, it definitely 
can't right. be. I mean, I, I I proposed to Corinne on my couch, uh, so that's <laughs> it's not <laughs> that's not like uh, that's not a movie. <laughs> They're not going to write a movie about that. Um, but but that's not to say that that's you know that's that's great for our story. It's not like you know I was you know abroad and uh, crashed a plane and survived and <laughs> yeah. ran and you know it, it's it, I was on the couch, but. Um, <laughs> Um, but it's it's the commitment that yeah. counts, you know. It's that promise of commitment. You yeah, know? that's 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 where the romance is, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, exactly. We got engaged uh, during the pandemic last uh, February, and that was like I had the ring for a couple months, and was it was I think I got it in October, and then it was like, well, you know, I don't want to get engaged during uh, Halloween, and then <laughs> next thing you know, it's Thanksgiving. It's like, ah, oh, well, geez, I don't want to take away from Thanksgiving, and then Christmas is coming up, and then tricky, uh, yeah, her yeah. sister was giving birth to a baby, so I was like, man, I don't want to take away from this oh. month. And then I was, it was just not excuse after excuse, but you, it was more like waiting for that perfect moment, and it's just there, there isn't one. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like I realized, like, I'm, oh, I'm never gonna do it because that doesn't yeah. happen. It's, uh, you know, you just. Yeah. The uh, the perfect moment is in in the ordinary in a way not that it was I picked an ordinary way to go about it but it was just like this is something I want to do so why why am I waiting for mm. something uh, to kind of happen just yeah. to, just make it happen like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. well that's kind of the thing with love is that love is not necessarily like you guys were saying this extraordinary like event like you see in the two hour movies mm -hmm. right everything's extraordinary because they have to fit it in two hours every Hallmark movie ever mm -hmm. but yep. really love is fostered in like yeah. the daily everyday things like getting dinner together or mm -hmm. her picking you up from work or whatever it may be it's those little things little that thing, add yeah. up right mm -hmm. to yeah, the bigger things that's why it's hard to pick like one moment like the yeah. moment you know she's yeah. the one because like just like there's red flags there's the opposite of that yeah. I guess we'll call them green flags it's like <laughs> ding 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 all yeah. you can do is is spend the time to get to know them. Is it worth it to know them? Sometimes it's good to know right away. Um, but, you know, and you use that research and information and how you feel to then decide. And, and it's just, it's also like faith. It's like, eventually you just have to make that leap in that decision and yeah. want to do that. Not like mm -hmm. just like, geez, it's time. I guess I got to do that. But yeah. uh, it, it, it will come to a a leap that you have to kind of make yep. in, yeah. in choosing it yeah. and you just have to keep choosing it but that's the difficult part and I think that's where people get tripped up when you yeah. hear people are like oh I just knew and you're kind of like ah, yeah. Yeah. no I, I that's nice for you but I don't believe you we were talking about yeah, this yeah we were talking yesterday. about this yesterday like uh, um, you know some people saying like oh yeah how did you guys meet and how did you you know how did you find out like she was the one oh and they'll they'll, uh, they'll answer with uh, you, you know you, you just know when you find out when you know you know you know I'm like, how, how, what? What do you mean by that? Yeah. Like, how how can you, how do you explain that to me? Like in simple terms, and they can never answer it ever. Yeah, well, I think the key is prayer. Yeah, that's the key. You know, whether it's a <clears throat> one moment love at first sight or uh, or a, a series of discernments over the course of time, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Earlier, it's 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 prayer because Sarah and I have started reading Fulton Sheen's Three to Get Married. Right, because in in the religious life, it's a relationship between two people, the the religious and, and Jesus, and in the married life, it's a relationship between three people, you know, your your significant other and Jesus, and and so you know you have to Jesus says bring whatever it is, bring it to me. I th I think that's that's the answer. You know, it's like. Uh, Prayer. I'd have to agree because a lot of my relationships ended with the prayer, God, get me out of this. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. Hey, man, you know, oh, well. God's will be done. Yeah. Amen. All right. Hey, everybody. We got some exciting news. We have a whole new Array of Hope app and channel. A video destination where everyone can find meaningful and inspiring videos and resources to help bring them closer to God. This is available on your desktop, Roku, Apple TV, iPhones and Android mobile phones and tablets. This channel has movies, short faith-filled segments, live events and programs. You've got to check it out. Go to your app store and type in Array of Hope. It's not necessarily a moment for a lot of people, right? There is that sentiment of when you know, you know, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) However, a lot of times that comes from a lot of little moments. Looking back, you're like, well, I knew at this moment when we were just having a really hard conversation, we were on the same page. I knew when we could have every small, uh, like we could have big and small (laughs) conversations or just sitting Mm -hmm. on the couch together (laughs) felt like I was... Like, on top of the world, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we were also talking about how feelings, right? The hallmark idea of love, where it's all of these feelings. When the feelings fade, yeah. choosing the one is choosing the person you're willing to suffer with, mm-hmm. right? Or you're willing, to, you're willing to choose over and over and over again. And that's kind of what I'm hearing in each of your stories, is that you were saying there are how many billion people in the world? Like eight billion people. So I counted every person. <laughs> it's so unromantic, and and this will get me in trouble for sure. But there's like eight billion people in the world. So st- yeah. statistically, you could fall in love with with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> if you really wanted to, you could choose yeah. anyone. You could right. choose anyone. Maybe yeah. not fall in love, but you could choose anyone. Right. Or with feelings, yeah. right? Feelings come and go because right. there are so many attractive people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily about attraction and how you feel around someone always. It's about choosing that person that you're willing to die to self for, especially in the Catholic right. Church. You're willing to, on the altar, say, I give my life to you for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, till death do us part. Mm-hmm. You're willing to make a vow in front of with all three of you you her and god and say mm. until i die this promise this covenant i've made with you is binding yeah it's a reflection of jesus christ in his church mm-hmm. it's never ending and and that's why jesus gives us the sacraments to be able to do that you know obviously the feelings are important you, you need you need to be attracted to your to your sure. significant other. Yeah. It's, it's not so devoid of feeling. It's no, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you got a problem in that case, right? You, you know. Yeah, we're not uh, Puritans over here. Right, right. But <laughs> when you grow older, and and those feelings subside, what is it that is keeping that flame alive? Mm. Right, and it could be different things for different people in their uh, unique marital relationships. Right. But uh, I'm going back to Fulton Sheen's Three to Get Married book here, where he talks about love demands a mystery and that love can only really be alive when there's a mystery involved so at first it's the it's the mystery between the couple who's courting and, and the excitement of of you know marriage and what is that like two in one flesh the, the excitement of that and then after that once you're married and god's will is fulfilled where's the mystery after that well it's in it's in your kids right mm-hmm. And and then it also extends back to the other spouse, you know, the mystery of the husband now as a father and as the woman 
now as a as a, a mother, you know. So it's this never ending mystery. I, I mean, I think something that really helps couples, I would assume, after you're married, also is is the mystery of keeping the mystery of the bathroom. Uh, you know, you don't want to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> keep some mis- keep the door closed, people. <laughs> but it sounds dumb. But just like we we're saying, keep some sort of mystery. Yeah, yeah. You know, unless, yeah, I don't know, unless, unless that doesn't bother you. But sometimes that's nice just to still uh, have a mystery of uh, what's what's going on in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah I'm reading a lot more. about marriage <laughs> and stuff. And it talks about, like, yeah, just kind of keeping that element of, like, you're dating in marriage, right? This is yeah. relevant for you guys. But, like, uh, especially as a woman, like, trying to stay attractive for your spouse, right? Uh, a lot of times familiarity, like, breeds just, like... Oh, well, they'll love me no matter what, which is true. You make that choice in that covenant, in that promise uh, in marriage. But in marriage, you don't stop dating your spouse. You don't stop trying to love them in new and exciting ways and in familiar ways. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's another thing, which is it's basically very similar to what you're saying is like keeping that like that idea of like, I'm special to you. You're special to me. So I'm going to treat you special and look Mm -hmm. Good, and that's not like necessarily vanity. I don't mm. think it is. Um, no, yeah, not at all. But it's more about like, like, and on the male end, you guys want to stay, you know, looking good for your your wives. Um, but that, it's like, yeah. yeah, kind of honoring the person to be like, mm-hmm. you're human. You have eyeballs. Um, like, mm-hmm. there needs to be that. It's there needs language, to be that yeah. like uh, excitement that you continue to breed with one another as well as the familiarity. Like there's a safety net in the promise, the Mm -hmm. covenant you're making like that. You'll be there no matter what, even if you, you know, cause we all are going to age, but there's also that excitement of like, I want to always, you know, date you. There's a responsibility there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's work. Like you're showing that you're, you're, Mm-hmm. doing some, a, a separate kind of work for them. It's not, I mean, health is good. So, you, you know, you want to be alive for a while, but, but it also, it, it can be, yeah, for the other person too. I mean, yeah. it it sounds silly, but I, I got great advice from a, a high school teacher uh, about this sort of thing because everybody in high school is just like kind of nuts. And I went to an all-guy school, so it was just like doubled. Um, but he said, uh, you know, you're going to spend more time with your wife without her looks than you are when she has them. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you actually like who you end up with because yeah. it's like, yeah, I know you guys are crazy and super obsessed with girls and looks and stuff like that now, but, and you too, like it's going to fade and, and you'll have more time just kind of figuring out what to do together. So you have yeah. to really want to be friends with this person yeah. and want to explore other things because, you know, it's like there's yeah. a bunch of hours in the day, you know, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a great point, man. Yeah. yeah. Hormones are one heck of a drug. Yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, you spend a, whatever, you don't have to get yeah. crazy, but you spend sure. a few minutes, then you, what's, yeah. you know, what do you do with the rest of the day and yeah. the month? So, and yeah. then the years. They say that your choice in spouse is one of the most important uh, choices that you're going to make in your life. Because like Ryan was saying earlier, we spend, you spend, right, you go to work and then the bulk of your hours when they're not sleeping is with whoever you choose to marry, right? That's who you're spending your free time with. Those are who you're having your conversations with. Those are who you're raising children with. That like, that is arguably the most important and most permanent choice you're making is who you choose to give your life to in marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so as engaged people who made that choice, um, you have not yet made the promise, but you've made the choice. <clears throat> 
What are some things that you would say is important to look uh, for in a person that you marry, in a spouse? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would just say before before that, kind of like what you're asking in the question of um, it being it, it, there's. I feel like there's there's only I guess life is choices, but this is something that's like it feels more than any other choice that it's truly your own. You know, like with with work, there are, sure you you end up choosing where you work, but there are other factors that kind of limit the scope of the jobs you can go for. Or same thing with school, or um, I don't know hobbies and stuff like that, and, and interests. But mm-hmm. spouse is interesting because it it really is like just totally yours. And you can you can allow other things to come in to influence your decision, which may be a good thing or may be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But it is like, I don't know, don't underestimate that power and, and that uh, freedom. I mean, you could, you know, obviously you might have uh, arranged marriages, which uh, skip that question for you. But, uh, <laughs> you know, this is your decision. Like, that's pretty nuts. And like, like we said, there's like 8 billion people. So like, whoa, hey, Get yeah. out there and figure it out because this is – and take time with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not sure how to answer it, but I just was giving that answer for the first part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think a thing to look for in the person that, y- you know, you're going to marry, are they living out their life in Jesus Christ? Because Jesus Christ is the truth. He's the way. He's the life, right? And if we are are certain that we're doing the same and that our significant other uh, is doing the same, and, and and again, nobody's perfect, you know. Like we're gonna we're gonna stumble and fall, and it's not every day that we can be in living in Christ. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. it depends on how committed we are. But of course, we're not perfect. Um, but but really living that out because he is Jesus is the greatest good, and he's given us the spirit to be able to to live in that, and that's true love. I mean, everybody wants true love, right? And the world is throwing out all these deceptions of love, you know, these fake true loves. But if we know that our partner is committed to Jesus Christ and his truth, we know that they're going to be loving us truthfully. And I think you're looking out for yourself in that way, and you're looking out for your partner. That's the first thing I would look for. Yeah, I mean, I agree to uh, both of your answers. Um, I mean, just to delve deeper into uh, Ryan's answer, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of make it your own, but at the same time, hopefully she reciprocates with the same exact answer. And I guess that's when I kind of realized that's the spouse I want to choose. And also, it's kind of like you kind of envision yourself, is that the person that I want to spend you know, the rest of my life with? Can I see myself growing myself uh, old with her? Can I see myself uh, doing things, this and that, having a baby, ha- uh, buying a house? And if one fails, then I don't know. Maybe I guess that's that's something that uh, it's kind of like a deal breaker. Like if, oh, she doesn't want a kid. Okay. That's a deal breaker. Oh, she doesn't want a house. Yeah. All right, fine. That's a deal breaker. It's the importance of communication, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely communication. Oh, gentlemen. Love this. Communication. Do you hear that, ladies? We love that. Uh, communicating your needs and having a list of deal breakers. All through text. <laughs> All through text. <laughs> not in person. This no. is the year 2022. At least We're... it's text, not voicemail. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's so true. Is like finding someone that's compatible beyond what the world thinks is compatible, right? Anyone, yeah. like there are six 
eight billion, some <laughs> amount of billion people in the world. Mm -hmm. And you can be compatible on many levels with many different people. And you may be more compatible with someone else in some area than others. But it's it's finding out who is spiritually aligned with you, like with your with your values, especially as Catholics. Like, do you want to raise your children Catholic? Are you living at the Catholic faith yourself? Are you virtuous? Like looking for someone who is striving for virtue. We're not perfect, as Jack said. Mm -hmm. Some of us, I am perfect. <laughs> 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 it's, the name of the, it's the new name of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect host and a bunch of, sh <laughs> bunch of schmucks. A bunch of schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not engaged. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but like finding someone that is striving for virtue as well. Uh, finding someone that you enjoy spending time with and that you're, yeah, you're just willing to do nothing with and everything with at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then finding someone that hits those deal breakers and that like is willing to live the same type of life as you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Basically, it's all in, yeah, in dating, so all right, about. is talking about these things and really like to go against the cultural norm of like going with your feelings and being like, I just really like this person. It feels good. Or, so like, obviously we're getting engaged. And I think you, you were kind of getting at maybe keeping things in the fog, you know, you, you can't keep things in the fog. There's always got to be open communication. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. You don't Loyalty. you don't need a that cancer in your relationship no. building, yeah. you know? I also think that uh Satan likes to uh especially in dating, mm -hmm. right, kind of lie to you and say you don't need to, don't tell them all about yourself, right, all right. about your desires, especially as Catholics. Like yeah. if they know your conviction um about chastity, if they know your convictions about XYZ, yeah. they're not going to like you anymore. However, all three of you know uh, yeah. That in dating and engagement, like you have to be honest with that person. You said you had, yep. Jack, you said you had uh, in your preliminary conversations with Sarah, you were like, yep. I'm living out my faith. Marriage is my end goal. If she had said no, you would have just been like, we're not on the same page. And yeah, yeah. it would have saved, <laughs> it would have saved heartache. But also uh, because you knew you were on the same page, that was a green light, a green flag. Mm. to go yeah. forward and it brought you closer yeah, the scary yeah. things breed intimacy like the scary conversations breed intimacy right right it's crazy because it sounds counterintuitive because the culture says no 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 let's only talk about certain things right. but it's when you talk about the scary stuff like about the future and you open yourself up uh, like C.S. Lewis said, to love it all is to be vulnerable. But if you open mm. yourself up to possibly having your heart broken by saying, I want to have children, what are your thoughts? I don't want to do right, this. Yeah. What are your thoughts? And you allow yourself to be broken, possibly broken up with or left. And you find that other person reciprocates that love that actually brings you closer. Yeah. 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 You can't just assume, you know, even even in the Catholic realm, you know, there, cause there's a lot of Catholics out there who, you know, don't know their faith. And, you know, I that was me, you know, about three years ago. So I, you know, I was one of those. Right. Ugh. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you can't assume. <laughs> you can't assume, you know, and, and thanks be to God, uh, you know, Dr. David Hyduck. Over here at Array of Hope, you know. Uh, Phone number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hipped me. Yeah, yeah. 1-800-HIDUCK. <laughs> he hipped me to uh, Theology of the Body, you know, and the Catholic teachings on, on sexuality and, and everything past that. Uh, it's so important. You, you can't just assume that maybe you, you met someone in, at, at your parish. Uh, but, you know, you got to talk these things out because maybe they got a different 
viewpoint than the church does. I don't know. You know, mm. I'm not. Sh- I'm not really right. sure. I mean, it's like what Jesus said. You know, like the truth will set you free. Mm. Yeah. You know? yeah. Nice. So that I always, I, I always live by that. Yeah. Always tell the truth. Yeah. Be honest, because e- even, even if it's like the hardest thing to tell her. Yeah. Yeah. Sooner or later, she's gonna, you know, respect it and appreciate you for that. Yeah. yeah. There's many times where I had to tell her certain things that's hard on me and hard on her, but then we get back together and we say like, you know, I really appreciate you telling me that now I can go on with my life doing this, this and that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Communication. Love this. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for tuning in. So next week's podcast episode features Mario Costabile's interview with renowned Catholic speaker and author, Christopher Stefanik. If you haven't already, be sure to follow our podcast so you're always in the loop for new releases. Also, make sure to follow Array of Hope on social media and check out our music on your favorite streaming platforms. All the links and handles can be found in the show notes for this episode. So once again, thank you so much for listening and we'll be with you next week for our interview with Chris Stefanik where we discuss true values and true joy. Peace and blessings to you all.